I'm Vin LeBate. And I'm Melanie Dunn. And this is Rare Candy. A Pokemon podcast. Last week, we uh, delved the depths of Mount Mortar as far as we could before we had to go back. Uh, and this week, having progressed through, we are entering into Mahogany Town, uh, which, according to the sign, is home of the ninja. Are ninjas related to mahogany, like the wood, somehow? Like I don't, th- I don't no. think so. Just kind of random. Okay, I yeah, I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably has more to do with the gym, but we won't see that for a little while because we got a bunch of stuff to do first. Um, the first thing that you'll notice coming into Mahogany Town, uh, aside from the, you know, old man who gives you some local news, is a souvenir shop with a sign outside that says that it is just a souvenir shop and that there is nothing to see here. And next to it is a tree with an antenna sticking out of it. Yeah, so it's basically a, like a, a goofy Warner Brothers cartoon, you know, like like old style like yeah. Looney Tunes cartoon with like Acme supplies everywhere. Yeah. So you poke in there. Uh, they do sell a couple of things. Not a lot. Uh, if you really need Pokeballs, you can get regular old Pokeballs here. Uh, and this is the place that will sell you tiny mushrooms for more than you can get for them. Uh, making it just a waste of money. Yeah, I wonder what happens if you buy them. Like, do they snicker at you? Like, heh heh. I, Good deal, yeah. kid. <laughs> I did not I try. Um, yeah, because I want to keep my polka dollars. Yeah. We are discerning consumers. Um, if you poke around, you'll notice that there's a radio in here that's making a weird noise and some strange airflow wafting up from behind a large uh, object. All in all, all coming together to make this place just kind of sketchy as hell. Mm-hmm. But leaving it behind, it's not a big town. There's like four buildings here. A guy on the east side of town, which is to say the east side of the screen because it's a very small town, will sell you a rage candy bar, which I have to assume is like the local, uh, like the local tourist trap specialty. Yeah, and it's not very much, I don't think. Yeah, it's like 300 poke dollars. Uh, but he also won't let you leave town. Yeah, because he kind of apologizes. He's like, you know, I don't want to seem rude because, you know, thanks for buying my candy bar. But why don't you go do some other things that you might like to explore? Yeah, why don't you go? He's s- very polite. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you go see the world, but only the part of the world that is to the west of here that you already came from? Go and be sure to have done everything else first before coming back. Yeah, and I'm not sure what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Oh, luckily we've done that stuff, but now we have to go and do the Lake of Rage stuff um, before we can progress. Okay, well, here's where I got... I mean, we'll talk later in the game, I guess. I'll figure it out. But I did the whole Lake of Rage, which we'll talk about momentarily, and I still can't get through. So maybe I just did something really wrong. But hmm. we'll, Yeah, maybe we'll, there's we'll <laughs> something we have to go back and tie up. Someone to talk to there? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think you also have to go and finish 
like turning all the lighthouse stuff. But I thought we did all that. That's so. what I mean. Yeah. Um, oh, Weird. Well. well, we'll sort that out. Yeah, because well, there's the Lake of Rage stuff, and then there's the uh, the Team Rocket stuff, which we'll get to later. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. Uh, if you try to go to the gym, you'll find that it is blocked off by a guy who tells you a story about a mysterious caped figure who went up to the Lake of Rage, uh, which we've mentioned several times. This whole town and area is dominated by the Lake of Rage, which is a, a hell of a thing to name your lake. Yeah, since most of the time it's just inhabited by harmless, mild-mannered Magikarp. Yeah. Um, one of the entries I was reading said something about it, like, like the fact that there is a lake here is because of, like, some ancient Gyarados doing something. Oh, right. I remember so. that. So it's it's really the lake caused by rage. Yeah. Rage that is no longer present, thankfully. Well, it's back now. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. So, you know, once you've exhausted the couple of points in this town, you realize you have to head north to the Lake of Rage. Uh, and that will take you on to Route 43. Um, first thing you'll probably notice, aside from a quick trainer battle, is that uh, the route kind of splits. If you go up the right side, there's uh, a sort of way station. If you go on the, up on the left side, there's grass. But if you go into that way station, you will immediately be accosted by Team Rocket, who will charge you a thousand poke dollar toll for having the gall to not want to walk through the grass. Yeah, don't do that. I mean, it should become pretty obvious that you should not do that. There's there's no reason to do that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, once you've uh, gone one way or another, you're going to head uh, northward. Uh, you can poke around in the grass. There's not any new Pokemon here. But if you missed Venonat in the National Park, uh, this is a good place to try and pick one up. Uh, and if you cross one of the, the large ponds here, you can find a black apricorn tree. So there are some resources to be found. Hmm. Uh, but really, you mostly want to continue north for the main event. Uh, there are two uh, northern exits to this area. Uh, the one where you just sort of go straight up the path will take you to what's sort of the proper entrance of the Lake of Rage, whereas going through the eastern path will take you deeper into its maze-like uh, environs. Uh, but we will narratively follow up the central path, because that's what we're doing here. As we come out um, to the shore of the Lake of Rage, there's a little shack here, which uh, is the home of the fishing guru. He's outside being uh, pretty aghast at the state of things, because if you look out into the lake, there is a giant angry red Gyarados. Uh, and you've heard some tales about the red Gyarados probably on your way up here, but it's, uh, it's a pretty large, intimidating thing. Yeah, you can see it from here, right? Like You just walk around the edge of the yeah. lake, and there he is. Yep. And uh, so he sort of seems to live out here with his family, and they'll tell you a bit about how there seems to be a strange signal that's causing a lot of the local Magikarp to evolve uh, so that there's a lot of Gyarados in this lake, making it generally a death trap 
Uh, and I think causing it to rain, I think the rain is because of the Gyarados. Yeah, I think so, too, because I think the rain pretty much subsides. I It's been a while since I played this part of the game, but um, but yeah, things get a lot peaceful or more peaceful. Can't talk after you yeah. uh, you deal with your business here, which we'll talk about now. Yes. Um, so you go on to do some poking around here in the lake uh, via surf. And clearly the lake is way higher than it's supposed to be because uh, there's a sort of maze of treetops that you have to navigate through to get to some of its uh, hidden uh, resources. And, you know, I just realized those are treetops. I I just thought they were rocks or something. (laughs) I wasn't really thinking about, yeah, the, the lake is flooded here pretty badly. Yep. Um. But if you poke around the edges, you can find some pretty interesting items. Um, you can find a set of choice specs, uh, which are a held item that boosts a Pokemon special attack by 50%, but locks them into using only one move uh, until they're switched out. So whatever move you use first, you have to keep using that move. Yeah, could have come in handy. Yeah, um, it's an interesting way to... Uh, power through things if you plan it out ahead of time. Uh, There's also a red flute, which is a reusable item that you can use during combat to break a Pokemon out of infatuation uh, when they fall in love with the opponent. And uh, up on the north shore, you can find TM43, which is secret power, which we'll remember from last time uh, has a chance to inflict an effect based on the terrain that you're battling in. Uh, And then if you surf around, you can also spot a hidden shack on the northern side of the lake where you'll find a meditating hermit who will give you HM10 hidden power, uh, which we'll remember from last time is a move that will have uh, variable power and type based on the, uh, the individual values, the IVs of the Pokemon that you teach it to. Yeah, so you really, you have to do some research here if you really want to make uh, use of hidden power. And then hidden power is easily confused with secret power to make things more complicated. Yeah. And then there's there's ancient power. I don't know if we've encountered that one in this game, but... um. Oh, yeah, I don't think we have. Uh, yeah, if, if it's here. So, yeah, use your powers wisely. Always good advice. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but once you've gone and poked around and found all that stuff and fought about a thousand Magikarp and about five Gyaradoses uh, in your travels through the lake, it's time to make to uh, take on the main attraction, which is that red Gyarados. Um, I'm not sure if we've officially talked about Gyarados in the past. Um, uh, in the other game, uh, game, but not not y- yeah. I think in this game. Yeah. Not so. not in detail. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, Gyarados is known as the atrocious Pokemon. Not that bad looking. I don't understand why, but oh well. Well, it's it's pretty angry and destructive. But also very cool. I like it. Yeah, it's good to have. Um, but according to the Pokedex, when Gyarados appears, whole villages tend to get destroyed. Yeah, I have a hard time <laughs> believing that's true. I don't know. We haven't seen much <laughs> evidence of, of that. Well, except for Lake of Rage, but... Eh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. It's sort of it's known to be a harbinger of destruction. 
And the uh, the Pokedex says that when Magikarp evolves into Gyarados, its brain cells undergo a structural transformation. It is said that this transformation is to blame for the Pokemon's wildly violent nature. That's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, poor innocent Magikarp is uh, overwhelmed with rage hormones and becomes a monster. It's enraged at how stupid it was before transforming Aww. from Magic because Magikarp just splashes and yeah. sometimes does other stuff that is not very powerful. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course, it's water and flying type and not dragon, despite the look of it and the fact that it learns several dragon type moves. Right, which is actually really, really useful. Um, I yeah. so did you catch your uh, your red Gyarados? I did. I caught mine, and I I think I had to restart the game a couple times to catch it because I I don't remember. I think it took more than one try. Um, but I think the strategy I used um involved heavy balls, which I think come from the black apricorn. Oh yeah, yes. because it is big and heavy, and you yeah. want to use there's you can look it up. There's certain specialty balls that you make out of apricorns that will increase the catch rate here. You may want to um use use one of those to help you out here because I think it's worth catching. Yeah. Alternately, I used a net ball, uh, which does well against water types. Oh, yeah. That's another good one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I hit it with some paralysis and uh, then just punched it a couple of times, hit it with a net ball. That worked out pretty well. Yeah. Um, Mine is a female, which I think is really cool. So it's shiny and female. Um, we've talked about shinies, right? Kind of vaguely. I don't know. That's what this vaguely. is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing to note is that this is a, the reason you want to catch this is because it's a shiny Gyarados, which is extremely rare. Um, except that this one is in every single game, but this is, I think our first, uh, scheduled encounter with a shiny Pokemon. Uh, and uh, as far as I know, the first one that either of us have seen uh, in our current playthroughs, because shiny Pokemon are extremely rare. Yeah, although it's a good point that Red Gyarados is a planned, purposeful part of every game if you play Gold Silver or yeah. Heart Gold Soul Silver. So when is a shiny not a shiny? Like huh. a true shiny is a random encounter, which is extremely rare. Yeah. Where like you'll get, I don't know, whatever color of Meryl instead of blue or yeah. is there a shiny Pikachu? I don't remember. Yeah. Shiny Pikachu. Do you know it's what a, color it is? I believe it's a different shade of orange. Okay. So, you know, really cool. Um, but that put aside, I really like the, the move set for my Gyarados. Um, Dragon Rage, um, Bite, Twister, mm. which is a cool dragon move. Of course, I can't remember what it does right now, but um, you don't see that one too often. Yeah. Um, some kind of tornado thing. Pretty powerful. Um, mm. And I think it had Leer. And I've already, uh, of course, I'm, I'm not prepared for this. I don't have the game open right now, so huh. I forget what other move it learned but um it, this is a really good pokemon to have on your team i'm finding yeah 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 it's a very solid gyarados and you know that there's always just that sort of spark of uh of joy when you see a shiny pokemon appear even if it's that one that you have yeah and it's level 30 so it's a pretty good um good starting uh level yeah yeah the base chance of encountering a shiny pokemon in this generation is one in 8,192. Yeah, that's really rare. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. so we may not encounter any more. 
Yeah, I think I've maybe seen one shiny Pokemon, like, just in the wild in my entire time playing these games. Oh, wow. Yeah, there are some tricks that you can do to uh, increase the rate, but they're still very laborious. So you really have to commit to finding a shiny Pokemon if that's what you want to do. All right. And after you capture the red Gyarados, it drops a red scale, which is like a scale from its body. Yes. Um, I don't know what it does. I don't if it does anything. I don't think we've discovered what that is yet. Yeah, it's it's a key item that we'll want later, but we don't need for a while still. All right. So you hold on to that. Yes. Um, Twister, by the way, is a move that does 40 damage uh, and has a chance to make the opponent flinch. Oh, that's good. Yep. It also has the um, that the special ability to hit Pokemon in certain semi-invulnerable states, like when they're in the middle of a fly or bounce or sky drop. Yeah, that's really useful. Hmm. Yep. Um, yes. Good Pokemon. Yep. So catch your Gyarados. Do it. Yes. Um, and then once you head back to shore, you'll notice that that uh, rumored guy in the cape has turned up and he's got a Dragonite with him uh, because it's Lance, who we might remember from the Elite Four last time. He's the uh, the Kanto region's dragon expert. Yeah, and he's got like a cape and he looks like he should be juggling balls. I don't know. He's he's pretty cool. Yeah, I that's like true. Yeah. Dragonite's super cute. Yeah. Yeah, Lance and Dragonite are pretty fun. Um, and Lance will inform you that indeed something is up and that you should meet him back in Mahogany Town because the two of you are going to get down to business. That sounds and, fun. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good, wholesome yep. fun. Yep. So that's what we're going to do next time is head back to Mahogany and uh, whoop some ass. Yeah. Yeah. If you enjoy the show, the best way to support us is to spread the word. Tell your friends, share some links, and stop by iTunes or Stitcher to leave a rating and a review. Yeah, and for updates and other fun stuff, we are on Facebook and Instagram at Rare Candy Podcast, and on Twitter and Pinterest at Rare Candy Pod. And if you've got any questions, corrections, or Pokemon stories, you can reach us directly at rarecandypodcast at gmail.com. And remember, all girls leave home someday. It said so on TV.